It was barely half-past four when Mrs. Quantock arrived at the princess's flat in a pleasant, quiet side street off Charing Cross Road. A small, dapper little gentleman received her, who explained that he was the princess's secretary, and conducted her through several small rooms into the presence of the Sibyl. These rooms, so Mrs. Quantock thrillingly noticed, were dimly lit by oil lamps that stood in front of shrines, containing images of the great spiritual guides from Moses down to Madame Blavatsky. A smell of incense hung about, there were vases of flowers on the tables, and strange caskets set with winking stones. In the last of these rooms the princess was seated, and for the moment Mrs. Quantock hardly recognised her, for she wore a blue robe which left her massive arms bare, and up them writhed serpent-shaped bracelets of many coils. She fixed her eyes on Mrs. Quantock as if she had never seen her before, and made no sign of recognition. The princess has been meditating, said the secretary in a whisper. She'll come to herself presently. For a moment meditation unpleasantly reminded Mrs. Quantock of the guru, but nothing could have been less like that ill-starred curry-cook than this majestic creature. Eventually she gave a sigh, and came out of her meditation. Ah, it is my friend, she said. Do you know that you have a purple halo? This was very gratifying, especially when it was explained that only the most elect had purple halos, and soon other elect souls assembled for the sales. In the centre of the table was placed a musical box and a violin, and hardly had the circle been made and the lights turned down when the most extraordinary things began to happen. A perfect storm of rappings issued from the table, which began to rock violently, and presently there came peals of laughter in a high voice, and those who had been here before said that it was Pocky. He was a dear naughty boy, so Mrs. Quantock's neighbour explained to her, so full of fun, and when on earth had been a Hungarian violinist. Still invisible, Pocky wished them all much laughter and joy, and then suddenly said, Hello, hello, is a new friend, I like her. And Mrs. Quantock's neighbour, with a touch of envy in her voice, told her that Pocky clearly meant her. Then Pocky said that they had been having heavenly music on the other side that day, and that if the new friend would say please, he would play them some of it. So Mrs. Quantock, trembling with emotion, said, Please, Pocky, and instantly he began to play on the violin the spirit tune which he had just been playing on the other side. After that the violin clattered back onto the middle of the table again, and Pocky, blowing showers of kisses to them all, went away amid peals of happy laughter. 